0: Welcome to the Freedom Girl Sisterhood. Today on the Freedom Girl, we talk about how to renew your mind. In the Bible, there were 12 spies, each called to possess a new land. Ten of those spies said they couldn't do it, it was too hard. And two of those spies said they could do it. Who was right? Both groups. That's right. Those that said they could, did. And those that said they couldn't, didn't. That's because our thoughts matter. Today, as you listen to the podcast, maybe you'll recognize some negative thought patterns and beliefs that hold you back from having all that you have been called to be. Your thoughts do matter. But do you know that your conscious mind only accounts for 5% of what you think? The rest is in our unconscious mind. That's why it's so critical that we renew our mind with God's word. Some of the thoughts that are running in the background of your mind may be, nothing I do makes a difference. No one cares about me. I'm not adequate. I don't measure up. I'm a fraud. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve to be happy. Nothing good ever happens to me. Everybody's better than I am. On and on these negative thoughts go. Well, today on the Freedom Girl Sisterhood, we're going to talk about how to renew your mind. Welcome, everyone to the Freedom Girl Sisterhood. I'm your host today, Dawn Scott Damon. I'm so glad to be with you today. I want to talk to you about renewing your mind. Do you know that what you think about, you bring about? Well, it's true. Thoughts have power and thoughts matter. And today we're going to talk about that. And I want to welcome once again the Sisterhood. Shelly Beach and Wanda Sanchez. Hey everybody. Yay. Thank you. We love being here. Hey, send some love out to the listening audience. Hey,
1: everybody out there. Come out. Ahead. Is that, a, is that we, that's your love? That's your, that, was, that was sad. That was a sad. sad, sad love. I wasn't feeling the love just now. <laughs> hey, Wanda. Hello, Dawn. Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in and um giving us a listen we think you'll find really really good stuff here yeah
0: yeah thanks for being here with us we just really appreciate each and every one of you and uh we hope we get a chance nice to meet nice. you one of these days soon hey you know what that's a really good idea tell your friends nice. uh, we're having a good time sharing these podcasts with you and if you have an idea that you would like us to speak about visit us on freedomgirlsisterhood.com drop us a line let us know what you'd like to hear a show about. But today we're going to talk about our thoughts and that thoughts matter and what we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think it's important for us to actually think about what we're thinking about. <laughs> you know, so often we're just kind of like on autopilot. That's
1: right. And we have
0: these thoughts just yes. going through our mind mm-hmm. all the time. And I wonder if we were really stop and think about it. How many of our thoughts are really godly thoughts or good thoughts or nourishing thoughts? positive thoughts or how many of them, um, are destructive and negative. Right. And, um, lies. Lies. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. That's absolutely true. Um, I think most of the time you're, you're right, Don. I think we're on autopilot. I think that for me anyway, I spend a lot of my time focusing on tasks and jobs and responses. And, uh, I don't know, maybe some people in the listening audience are like that too. Um, I don't, spend enough time interacting with my thoughts and actually evaluating them. Actually, I wrote a book about this, oh. because um, this, this has been a problem with me. Mm-hmm. Um, Fellowshiping with your thoughts and interacting with them. I love like that you... word, fellowshipping. Yeah. Say, say yeah, more about good. that. I mean, like like the Bible says, what fellowship does light have with darkness? Mm-hmm. None. And, you know, sometimes what we're fellowshipping with in our mind and our thoughts is darkness. Right. And God wants us to fellowship in our mind and our thoughts. Talk with, have friendship with His truth, good thoughts, positive thoughts. Um, what happens to us when we just dwell on negative thoughts? Doesn't take very long before we feel bad. It could
1: change your whole day. Yeah, your whole mood. I mean, just like laughing does, mm-hmm. or you know, seeing something happy or being involved in something. It could change your whole mood. Things are important. The things you see with your eyes mm-hmm. um, are important, mm-hmm. and the things that you entertain. Oh, yeah, that's a good word. I like the word entertain.
0: I was just kind of captivated by the word entertain that you used because um, entertain means making, I think, an invitation. And mm-hmm. so the things that we make an invitation to in our thoughts mm-hmm. is uh, it's an important thing oh, should really be aware that we do actually invite certain thoughts into our into our awareness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you if you guys have ever had this happen to you before. Sometimes my mind feels like it's bombarded with thoughts that come like darts or fiery missiles, sometimes the Bible will call it, like they're like it's an assault mm-hmm. from the enemy against my mind like i'll just be minding my own business and all of a sudden a very fearful thought might Fear. come yes. penetrate my mind something bad's going to happen to mm-hmm. one of my kids or my husband who by the way is just the most amazing man on the face of the earth but <laughs> here she goes again you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know really cool guys we haven't heard that before i know right <laughs> uh, but do you, have you experienced that where you know where do where do our thoughts come from well um, they can be prompted, for me, um, from the activities of the day. For instance, I, I got up this morning, I, I talked about this a little bit on another show, but um, I got up this morning, I had a wonderful time in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. I had a wonderful time in the Word of God. Then I sat down on my computer, and um, my computer wasn't cooperating with me. Mm, they do that. And so the negative messages started because I was getting frustrated. But they were messages about me. They weren't about my computer. I wish they could have been about my computer, but they, they turned into <laughs> messages about me and about my my lack of knowledge, my lack about me being a failure, and ultimately turned into frustration and anger. Mm-hmm. And um, rather than actually engaging with those thoughts and thinking about what I was thinking, I just reacted mm-hmm. to the thoughts. So those fiery darts, those were fiery darts that were banging around inside mm-hmm. my thoughts there for a while. Yeah, so for you it came as a result of activity that you were in, involved in but somehow still from your own mind and heart negative thoughts about yourself and then of course the enemy is attracted to that so then mm-hmm. he joins in mm-hmm. and pretty soon there's this the barrage of thoughts mm-hmm. yeah so sometimes it's circumstances that turn into into messages that i think they came from me they came that that came from me and and of course the enemy likes to stir those things up within us uh, that that uh, we're We're something negative or not, or something absolutely antithetical to who God says we are or what we are. God's word is very clear when he speaks to us and says, set your mind Mm -hmm. on things above. And the word there, set your mind, it's our responsibility to become aware. You say evaluate and think Mm -hmm. about and consider what it is that you're thinking about and then direct your thoughts. I mean, our thoughts aren't just supposed to wander aimlessly. Right.
1: That's... I never understood the scripture about taking your thoughts into submission. You know, subjecting yeah, yeah. them mm-hmm. uh, to you know the word to um, wisdom, and uh, mm-hmm. that's what that means. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm supposed to be the boss. Yeah. You know, um, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be leading the team, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And you know, so uh, as a coach, <laughs> that's really kind of how I have to talk to myself. As mm-hmm. like a, a coach that's trying to direct my thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, listen to the coach. (laughs) Right. So, and that's the word. So. Well, scripture talks to us about
0: speaking to ourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And typically, at least recently, I've had music on, praise music, scripturally based music on during the day. Now this morning, as I was having my little conflict with my computer, I didn't have my, my, my psalms, my hymns, my spiritual songs playing mm-hmm. I don't know that that would have necessarily redirected me mm-hmm. but I know that um, on days when I've got that music on it definitely sets the pace and it sets the tone and the attitude for my day you'll usually find me singing and mm-hmm. just soft poor, poor Wanda if she's there and she's and she's having to listen to me you know because I don't sing beautifully like she does I just I have a very average voice so <laughs> <laughs> in my in my average but uh, but but spirited way, um, you know, I'm spending that time interacting with God, even on a subconscious level. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go back to this just for a moment, because we're talking about thoughts and where they come from. So there's uh, several sources of our thoughts. Um, God can be the source of our thoughts, Mm -hmm. and I love that when that happens, when God just begins to speak to us, or we've been meditating in His Word, and... All of a sudden a voice comes or a thought comes. It's spirit-directed. It's Holy Mm Spirit-inspired. And those are the thoughts that we definitely want to take time on and meditate. Mm -hmm. And then we have thoughts from our own selves. Like you said, uh, sometimes what we've put before our eyes, sometimes it's something that we've listened to Mm -hmm. or TV that we've watched or something that we've been reading and and Wanda, you said it on another program that we had. Be really careful what you set before your eyes because that's a gate
1: into a gate. your soul. And it for me, mm-hmm. Shelly knows, I'm very, you, you know this, I, I'm pictured. I I, I see pictures mm-hmm. with words. So that's uh, not good for me because mm-hmm. if I see something, I don't have to hear anything. Mm-hmm. If I see something, I make up a whole story about <laughs> what it is. Mm-hmm. And, it's, it's, and it bothers me. It, it really kind of feels like it's chasing me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I have to be really, really careful. And um, not always, it's just what I see. It's what the thoughts inside that, mm-hmm. you know, um, are being flung around by the enemy that likes to just bring up words. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And we keep
0: talking about the enemy because this is the area where Satan traffics. The battle really is in the mind. Mm -hmm. And this is his playground, is our mind. And that's why we are to have a disciplined mind and not just allow any old thing to go in it. I mean, in my home, if you were to take that, when somebody rings the doorbell, first of all, they have to ring the doorbell to get in or they have to knock. And I have to give give them permission to come in or not come in. And my mind should be gated like that. My mind should be guarded. So i don 't just let anything come into my mind and stay there and dwell there now. thoughts are going to come to us right, okay. and that, and that, and go ahead well i was um it was really um revelatory to me to figure out that um, there's nothing that we do there's nothing that we accomplish there's no interaction that we have uh, there's no nothing i'll i'll'll no interaction i have with you or with Wanda or, or with your, your dear husband or my dear husband. Oh, my husband. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't begin with a thought in my mind. Everything originates in our thoughts. Everything that we do or that we accomplish originates in our thoughts. And God created us for intimacy with him to mm-hmm. originate in our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Our thought life is the source of everything. Mm-hmm. It is the source of Everything. And when I understood that um, in, a, in a moment's time um, I might have a prick of conscience where I might be led to turn on a television program or to do something or to cut off somebody in traffic or to yell at them, in all of that flow of conversation that's going through my head, God is there, mm-hmm. and he's waiting to lean into this intimacy with me in everything in my mind. That's where my intimacy with God begins, that 24-7, That's my relationship with Him begins. It begins with the Word and interacting with Him with the Word. But ultimately, everything I'll engage with within God begins with the intimacy of my thoughts. So that's when I got really excited about um, studying what I was thinking, Mm -hmm. becoming a student of Your thoughts. And we, when I say we, I'm talk about our core person or our spirit. Let's talk about our spirit man and our spirit needs to rise above and to discipline and and decide what we're going to think about. Just because I have a thought doesn't mean I have to be a slave to it. Right.
1: I can tell that
0: thought, you go. Yes. Because another source of our thought can be the enemy, putting that thought in mind. And just because I have a thought doesn't mean it's something that I have to... Some people say, oh, I just can't control my thoughts. I'm just bombarded. And tormented with negative thoughts and at first this discipline is not fun but if you have to stop every other minute of the day and say i take that thought captive and i cast it down actually we have about seven seconds to make a conscious decision about bouncing a thought evicting it or keeping it Mm -hmm. and cling to it Mm -hmm. so uh, think about that listener just for a moment and your mind is like your home and somebody knocks on that you have seven seconds to determine whether you're going to let them in or not and if that thought is not of God or if it's not pure or noble righteous, true or just or praiseworthy which is what the word of God Mm -hmm. tells us then you dismiss it Mm -hmm. you say "Uh uh-uh And you know, now here's the hard part, Wanda. You were going to say something. Don't don't forget your thought. Um, (laughs) But if I say to you right now, don't think about a pink elephant. Whatever you do, don't think about it with little ballet slippers on, pirouetting through your living room. Don't see it. Don't see it. Don't (laughs) see it. Wanda's just writing a children's book about it now because she got the whole story right. It's hard. So how how do you do that? But what were you going to say, Wanda? I don't really remember. Okay, (laughs) because you have a you've got that elephant pure wedding yes, through your mind. See? It's very <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> and oftentimes, we will put ourselves directly in front of whatever it is we've been thinking about. So if I think about a hot fudge sundae today, Ooh, I bet you by the end
1: of the day I'm going to have <laughs> one. Because what we think about, we bring about. Well, I just think that sometimes God gives us little messages. Mm -hmm. And I think if I'm driving down the road and there's three Taco Bell signs in a row. (laughs) (laughs) You're directing me to Taco Bell. Oh, Lord's talking to me. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds so good right now.
0: But you're right, seven seconds to say I'm going to fellowship with that, I'm going to own that, it's going to be part of me, or get rid of that. Well, you know, um, our minds don't operate in a vacuum. So I can't Mm -hmm. just choose to pitch something out. Something else has to replace that. Ah. And so there's this principle of replacement or renewal. If if I'm going to evict that thought, I have to choose something to keep it. Mm-hmm. And so, um you know, I talk to people about, um, you know, wanting to go in and berate my husband for painting my bathroom ceiling correctly with a brush. He was brush stroking the bathroom ceiling. My dear friend Murphy was coming over and he was going to be staying in our in our, in our in our bedroom and have some extra bathroom. And Dan was graciously and selflessly painting the bathroom for me. And, and I was horrified to discover that he was, you know, re- you know brushing the bathroom ceiling.
1: You better do with a roller. You know? Everybody knows. Heaven knows. <laughs> we didn't want
0: C.S. Murphy seeing brush strokes on the ceiling. Um, And I wanted to criticize him in that moment, you know. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't simply choose not to criticize Dan. I had to choose gratitude instead. Mm -hmm. I had to choose to remember the fact that my husband with neuropathy and balance issues was standing with one foot balanced on the back of the toilet Mm -hmm. seat and another on the sky. Mm -hmm. And that in that moment, um, what could I say? Mm hmm I can right. say, thank you. Mm-hmm. You're choosing to do this for me. I doubt very seriously that Cease Murphy is going to reject me as a friend if he looks up at the ceiling and goes, ah, press strokes on the ceiling. <laughs> you know, um, uh, exactly. say, thank you, Dan. I can choose gratitude instead. What is the, what is the choice right now mm-hmm. that really would honor God in this moment? So replacement is what? It, well, it's, a, it's absolutely right. In Ephesians, it talks about, and all through the epistles, put off and put on. Right. Put off your former ways and put on the new man. Mm-hmm. Put off those thoughts and put on the mind of Christ. So you're right, we have to replace it. We mm-hmm. don't just take off old garments, we put on the new. And so we do replace. That's and good. and that's where it's very powerful to, we we talk a lot about this principle about writing things down. Mm-hmm. And if you need help replacing your thoughts, one of the powerful things that you can do is write down things that are true. So if my struggle is, let's say, in my identity and I have negative thoughts that hit me a lot about who I am and I hear self-criticism or demonic thoughts come to me, you should have known better, or you're stupid, or you don't measure up, or whatever those thoughts might be.
1: Oh, okay.
0: I can write down the Word of God on a card. And when that thought comes, I can take a look at that and I can say, no, God's Word says that I am the apple of his eye and he delights in me. And I can think about that. So if you have a hard time replacing it, I'm suggesting that you write something down and be armed and prepared. And if you don't know, you know, we, if you want to go to Google probably and, and Google... Um, biblical affirmations about identity or anything like that. You can find them in the backs of the books. They're in the back of you know, some of my books and mm-hmm. other books. Um, I've got the Freedom Project coming. Mm-hmm. Freedom Project is coming. Other books. They're easy to find. Biblical affirmations about mm-hmm. our identity and Jesus, our identity and God. Mm-hmm. Um, if you need to write those down, carry them around on cards. Mm-hmm. You know, make them pretty if you want to. If yes. you're a visual person. Mm-hmm. But those are important to, to have and remember to nail that down. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I do, and I encourage women to do this as well, is that oftentimes some of the negative thoughts that I have will come when I'm looking in the mirror. And it's because you're seeing, you know, oops, I've gained some pounds, or what's that wrinkle doing there? What is this facial hair thing? What is this? I want to know what this is. You only see. Facial hair when you're driving down the road looking in the rearview mirror. After you've come out of an important meeting. Yeah. And only go, it's been there the whole time. Right? Exactly. That's why you carry tweezers in your car. Oh, yeah. so, <laughs> so what I do in my bathroom mirror is that I have a crayon that's designed specifically for writing on windows or mirrors. And, and um, I write down in the mirror things that are true about me. God loves you you have the mind of Christ, you're strong, you're anointed. And I don't not only replace those lies as soon as they come up by reading that. I speak that out loud, and and, and then I get that visual in my mind when a thought comes. I can see those things written down on my mirror. They can come to my mind and speak those. But it's battle. It's a warfare. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you think you're going to make it unscathed by not just, you know, K Sarah Sarah not having any control or dominion or authority or discipline over your mind, you're really you sorely surprised. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And the the culture that we live in is constantly assaulting us with with lies and messages that simply aren't true about who we are or what we're supposed to be or um, you know, what we're s <laughs> what what is supposed to be um, making us into what we're supposed to be, or defining, you know, those things about us. Yeah, exactly. Wanda, a moment ago you said that you didn't know about that scripture that said, take every thought captive and Mm -hmm. subject it. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell me more about that. When did you learn that you not only could,
1: but were told to, given that directive by God, to take those thoughts captive? That scripture's been, you know, I've known it forever. Uh, I actually just began to learn it this morning, no, but kind of like recently, I mean, the last four years, it's been, a lot of, actually, a lot of the word has totally come, like, I finally know what some of those things mean, Mm -hmm. and one of those things was uh, that I can actually do something about the thoughts, Mm -hmm. I actually have something I can do, Mm -hmm. I have a part in that, Uh, and I didn't really think I had a choice about the things that went through my head, and or a choice about a lot of things, but, mm-hmm. um, but we do. I mean, we, we can, myself, I've learned to, um, to, to stop. It, not, maybe not the first five minutes. <laughs> you know, I'm getting better at it, but mm-hmm. um, so I'm still learning
0: it. It's very important, and uh, we're going to talk more about that. We're going to take a break, and we will be right back. I hope you enjoy the Freedom Girls podcast. And you know what? I'd love to hear from you. So drop on by dawnjones.org. Again, that's dawnjones.org. And drop me a line or visit me at freedomgirlsisterhood.com. I'd love to hear from you. And hey, while you're there, why don't you subscribe to our podcast, also to the newsletter. That's freedomgirlsisterhood.com. We're back. This is Don Scott Damon, your host today on the Freedom Girls Sisterhood, and we are talking about our thought life and how important it is. And you guys on our commercial break, uh, we were just talking here in the studio about sometimes negative thoughts, you know what, they feel kind of good. I don't know, I, if we're just really being honest here, sometimes, especially when it relates to a pity, pity parties, you know, mm-hmm. where you're kind of feeling bad and you're you're feeling like, you know what? I'm the only one who, who does any of the work. I'm the only one who things. <laughs> I'm the only one. i really won't
1: say. I'm the only one saved. i
0: <laughs> Lord knows that's true. I'm the only one that cares <laughs> enough to do anything. Oh, yeah. And you know, I'm not trying to get
1: free from those. Spots. No, I mean, yeah. Shelley and I were, we were just talking this past week about. There are some, and it's going to be shocking, but I can have a temper. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I used to blame it all on being Puerto Rican, but I found out that's not really really true. That's not an excuse anymore, (laughs) huh? So, and I, you know, my thing is that if I'm angry and I'm hurt, especially, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't much care if I'm supposed to do something with that thought other than lick my wounds and, you know, mm-hmm. nurse You're it. mean and you're, <laughs> you know, yeah, mm-hmm. nurse it. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it's not good because I can get lost there mm-hmm. and I can get stuck there. Um, so, you know, I know that it's not right mm-hmm. when I'm thinking and it takes me a little bit of time to come around to the, so I don't want to do it wrong, I'll do it right. But for a little bit, oh, yeah, I'm stopping my feet and crossing my arms and I want to have my little fit. Mm-hmm. Well, but, and, you know, it.
0: it when you talk about, I, want, I don't want to do it wrong, I want to do it right, that's kind of our, you know, our um, religious response right. or our, right. we, you know, that guilt response. I know I'm not supposed right. to, but what I've discovered is that when I fellowship, we, we've been using that word a lot, but when I hang out with and have friendship with these pity thoughts or these bad thoughts, by the end of the day, I feel so depressed. I feel tired. I am my relationships have suffered, my body is lackluster and I don't have any energy and I recognize that these things are poison to me. These negative thoughts hurt me. Mm-hmm. It's not even just about being right, certainly mm-hmm. it is, you know, in God's eyes, but it's it's self-care that if I really want to protect my body and my soul and and my Renew, our renew my mind. I, don't, I need to get rid of this stuff quickly. Mm-hmm. It would be like just sitting here and feeding on poison all day mm-hmm. and expect to feel good at the end of the day. Right. You don't feel good. Right. right. It, it, it doesn't really... Uh, I think we feel like, in, in the midst of that place, I think we feel like it's getting us something that we deserve. You know, this pity is, is it's feeding something inside me that I deserve. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting something. I ultimately, have a right to, uh, yeah I have yes. a right, I have a right to it, so it's ultimately getting me something, mm-hmm. but it's like anger, you know it's anger, so anger only feeds anger it only that bitterness only erodes something inside mm-hmm. of us, so when you say at the end of at the end of this pity party, we've only lost something, we generally end up damaging somebody else in the process, and we end up with an erosion um you know it's like having an ulcer, something inside of us that 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 bitterness, that that acid, that's part of that, um, has has taken us deeper into a place that uh, that doesn't serve us in any way positively. I mean, mm-hmm. the economy of God, um, it doesn't it doesn't serve us well. Mm-hmm. In the moment, you know, we tell ourselves good. it feels good. Mm-hmm. This feels good. I deserve this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, the lie in that is that no, we don't. Mm-hmm. Because God knows what we deserve, we deserve better than that. Mm-hmm. we deserve something better than that. Um, and usually i'm I'm releasing I'm releasing an anger, and I do need to be able to find a way to release anger, yeah, and you know as you're as you're talking about this, I am feeling very aware of the fact that there is an appropriate place and time to talk about what I'm thinking, yes. that even if if I know that it's it's not accurate or it's lies. I still need to express and put out there so I can detect where the Mm -hmm. lies are, Mm -hmm. so I can detect what is feeding this, because if I'm having the fruit, the thought, then there may be a root. So there is an appropriate place to Mm -hmm. express and to talk about what I'm thinking and and be aware. Denial is not the response. Mm -hmm. That's not the solution. No, no, denial is not the solution. And... God doesn't get upset with our anger. Um, he, if, if you look at the Psalms, there are a lot of Psalms, psalmists who bring anger to God. And, and that's where he says, you know, bring me your anger. Right. You know, bring me your anger, bring me your questions. Um, that's the proper place for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, but our pity often is not direct, not anger directed to God to ask him, you know, and what's going on? I don't mm-hmm. understand this. It's not the question that ultimately comes back to, and God, you're good enough, and you're righteous enough, and you are enough. Um, And I don't get this, and this hurts, and I'm angry that this hurts, and I'm angry that I don't understand, Mm -hmm. but ultimately you are enough. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about anger right here, but um, for me, again, I have to really protect my thoughts against fearful thoughts. Mm-hmm. and I know that there's a spirit of fear that tries to attack me, and it comes right down through the generational line, and a lot of my family is fearful. When you see a beautiful pool of water, you can't say, oh, look at how refreshing that is. What you hear is, be careful, that's very dangerous. So everything is mm-hmm. fearful, Yes. and so for me, I have to bring those thoughts to God and say, I'm, I feel afraid, I'm having fearful thoughts, and I don't want these thoughts. They torment me. So Jesus, take them, cover my mind, and mm-hmm. show me, reveal to me if there's a root here, if there's something going on. Is, there, is it a lack of trust in you, God? Is it a fear of death? What am I? So I talk to the Lord about those things, whether it's anger, whether it's fear, whether it's um, an inadequacy that we say, I, I feel powerless to change this area of my life. Rather than sitting there thinking, I'm a failure, I'm a loser, I can never do bring that to God. God, I'm embarrassed, but I'm powerless. And if you don't come through and help me do this, and talk to the Lord about that. Mm -hmm. So that's the healthy response to these thoughts. Not sticking our head in the ground and acting like um, we shouldn't have them, or that we don't have them, or feeling ashamed that we have them, but bring them to God. Right, absolutely. And then, resist satan, you know wanda you've we've all been in a battle for our thinking, but it's a spiritual enterprise there's demonic warfare mm-hmm. involved right
1: yeah, absolutely and there's there's the choice again that's mm-hmm. where the choice comes in, and, mm-hmm. and freedom brings choice mm-hmm. you know so uh, i didn't know before I knew what truth was i didn't know it, that there was a choice i didn't really feel like I had one, but there is a place there where I have the choice to give in mm-hmm. to whatever you know, whatever fancy at the time is going through my head or mm-hmm. whatever. Or to tell them, you know, you you're just you're a liar. You're a liar. And you're funny looking. And I'm not doing <laughs> that. You know, <laughs> you know and I, I'm just not doing that. I mean I've been you know, I know that I know what the truth is and God says that's not who I am. Amen. Well, it's hard to believe,
0: but our time is already up. Today, if this has been helpful for you, drop us a line at freedomgirlsisterhood.com. We want to hear from you. I want to pray for you today. Jesus, I pray that right now, through the blood that you shed for us, you would cover everyone's mind, spirit, and soul, that our thoughts would be pure and righteous and noble, that our heart and our mind and our thought would be set on you, where there is freedom and liberty and beauty and strength. We come against the liar in the name of Jesus. And I pray for my sister listening right now that she would be set free from tormenting thoughts. In Jesus' name, God, your word says that you will keep in perfect peace the one whose mind is stayed on you. We choose that today in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm -hmm. Well, it's good to be with you girls thank uh, you we enjoy it again once again and we will be back the same time next week this is the Freedom Girl Sisterhood God bless you tell a friend
1: tell a friend (laughs) tell a
0: friend can't wait to be back and we'll have a wonderful day in Jesus' name Amen